The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. What is up and welcome to Cowboys Storyline. I am Nick Eatman and it is Wednesday, January the 10th. It's playoff week. It's not much else to say. We know uh, what's at stake. We know what's what's happening here. Uh, a lot of people are worried about what's what the weather is going to be this week. It's going to be a cold front. Yeah, yeah, it's heating up. Forget all that. It's heating up here because it's playoff time. And it's Cowboys and Packers. I mean, 888-855-2297. That's the number to call. You can text at 817-290-3298. You guys know the numbers by now. You know the drill. We don't need to spend any more time on it. Let's go. Let's get to the phone line. There's no sense waiting around. Brian in Kansas City, you're first off. Let's go. Hey, good morning, sir. Morning, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. It's getting colder and colder here. Holy cow. I looked at the the, – I'm giving you the Mickey – Spagnola weather reports from okay. Kansas City. Okay. The the game on Saturday, yeah. the high is going to be like five degrees. Yeah, well, they're going to have that's going to be. I'm glad we're not traveling anywhere like that. I'll nope, tell you that. Nope. Cowboys get to play at home. Yes, sir. And uh, it's that's good. They they have earned it. So close the doors, close the windows. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, I got a good trivia question. This is a difficult trip. This is maybe harder than the Steelers trivia question oh, I threw at you earlier this year. All right. So, 1980, right? Staubach retires. Danny White takes over. They had a great year. They made it all the way to the championship game. They only had one All-Pro on that team. Who was it? Mm. 1980? Yes, sir. Danny White. That's the first year Danny White starting at quarterback. Oh, man. I mean, that was right in the middle of it. I just can't imagine. I can't, I can't imagine it not being Randy White. So, it is not Randy uh, White. Not Randy he was White. all pro in 81. This was a guy I had to look it up. Herbert Scott. Herb he was Scott. a left guard, and he was an all pro in 80 and 81. Herb Scott. Okay. Yes, sir. Hey, and then the one the question I wanted to have for you this morning is what's your what what you're going to be your your the matchup you want to see in yeah. this game the favorite thing you're looking for mine is CD against Jair Alexander yeah and I'll I'll hang up and listen to your answer good one. have a good one that's a good one right there you know that's the one thing thanks for the call uh, Brian that's the one thing about this team that I keep looking at you know I, I kind of um, did a little research on the Packers did a story that's on the website you know their, their storylines ten. 10 different uh, things. I mean, a five for each team, Cowboys and Packers. And one thing I noticed is that Green Bay just doesn't have a lot of great players. They just don't have a lot of guys that have had really good seasons. This isn't one where you look at and go, man, stop him or block this guy or don't let him go crazy. And and they just don't have that guy. Um, they're one of the four teams in the league that don't have a pro bowler. Um that doesn't mean they can't win the game. Obviously, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that when you look at it, and one of the callers said it yesterday, and I think they've said it all, all you know, for the last few weeks, that that Cowboys got to don't beat themselves, don't turn the ball over, don't get a block field goals, don't do those kind of things that give teams short fields and things like that, and just take care of business because you should win this game. 
Um, yeah, Jair Alexander's a guy that that you know he's a he's a, he's a really good corner. Um, you know, yeah, he's a good captain. You know, he he goes and and he makes plays and 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 he's a guy that can that I think you know can cover CD as good as anybody can. I mean, it's hard to do right now. He's he's playing so well, but I do think that that's probably the best matchup. I would say, uh, I think it's Gary Rashawn Gary on the outside. You know, he's got nine and a half sacks. Uh, they, they they've got some guys that 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 you know from the middle of the line that that can make some plays too. So I, I would say. I would say it's Alexander versus CD Lamb, or you know, uh, you know, blocking those guys off the edge. You just got to make sure that you know they don't get free and hit the quarterback and get the turnover and things like that. So that that's probably the key. All right, let's go to uh, Curtis in Oklahoma. Hey, good morning. Morning, Curtis. How are you doing? Do, do, doing better than yesterday. All right, that's always uh, 180 good. tries. I didn't get in. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, I, I got a, a lot, so I'll try to be as fast as possible. You're fine. Go for- um, the first thing that I wanted to do was shout out a couple guys, uh, Damone Clark and Marquise Bell. Um, I mean, started all 17 games, both had close to 100 tackles. Um, and I just think it's a huge nod to the administration and the team that we've built. Um, you know, you could, I can remember having household names like Romo and Dez, but uh, when you look up and down the line and you remember the days when you lost Sean Lee or Tyron Smith, and it was just we just did not have a way uh, to overcome that. And they've really built this team to deal with uh, the inevitable injuries that are going to happen. Right, right. yeah. Um, the second thing is about the game this weekend. I really uh, want to focus on the defense. Um, I think that that's going to be uh, where we need to uh, win this game. And something that I like, uh, Jordan Love being a young quarterback, is Micah Parsons. Um, everybody knows he's an absolute force. So if you can move him across the line and give that young kid a lot to think about, um, and then, you know, if they do a decent job on him, which is difficult, hopefully Osa and Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Fowler, those guys can cascade on through. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I got for you is a random cowboy, mm-hmm. and I'll see if you can remember uh, why I'm bringing him up. Um, how about Alan Hearns? Alan Hearns. <laughs> uh, good call. Thanks, uh, thanks, Curtis. Um, I don't. I'm trying to think what what would be the uh, association with Alan Hearns this week. I mean, I know the Cowboys had him, um, and he got hurt, obviously. Um, yeah, it wasn't my show that his mom called, and uh, that was hanging with the boys. That was one of the probably one of the funniest moments in the history of uh, Cowboys podcast, right there when Kurt Daniels was uh, talking to Alan Hearns' mother. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, unfortunate injury didn't really play a whole lot. Was one of those receiver by committee type guys during that year, and, and they had to go get Amari Cooper. Uh, yeah, you're right about the guys. Give the Cowboys credit for you know withstanding injuries. I mean, they had everybody has them, so there's no excuses. We get that, but still losing an All Pro corner and Trayvon Diggs and and having Deron Bland in the in the Pro Bowl and, and setting records himself and Stephon Gilmore playing well and Jordan Lewis, you know, stepping up. The, that that was really big, and then you know it, it hasn't been as easy to replace Leighton Vanderesh, and and Clark's had some games, and and Marquis Bell they've had some moments where it wasn't so great, but you know they kind of they, they hung in there, and like you said, made a lot of tackles. So still a position I think that they have to look at, you know, maybe for next year, but uh, still it was really good the way the Cowboys kind of patched things together on, on that side of the ball. 
All right. Uh, text line question here. This is from Vic, uh, Kirk in Victoria, BC. He says, in your opinion, what are the uh, what are Green Bay's biggest weaknesses? Lack of experience at quarterback or other offensive positions playing on the road? Joe Barry, somewhat suspect defense. Um, you know, I can't say I've watched them play a whole lot this year, and I, I don't even know if Jordan Love is – I mean, lack of experience, fine. I mean, we think that's a problem until until it's not, you know, until he goes out there and lights it up. So, uh, yes, he's, he's inexperienced, but it's just like when Dak's first game. You know, Dak kind of showed early in that game against Green Bay, you know, inexperienced, and then then he and he got hot, and and that really wasn't wasn't the issue. So, um, I don't know about that. I just like I said, I think it's probably just lack of 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 weapons. Um, just just a bunch of weapons. We saw it last year in the in the playoffs with the Cowboys when one guy got hurt, and it just they just didn't have a lot of offensive weapons to match the the, the 49ers. And so here they are. The Packers going to have to match what the Cowboys have. You want to try to shut down CD? Good luck. I mean, no one's done it. But even if you can somewhat contain him, you know Ferguson proven to be a playmaker. Brandon Cooks is is a playmaker. Tony Pollard's a playmaker. So. Uh, you know the Cowboys just have a lot of weapons, and I think that that's that's one thing that that, that they'll have over Green Bay. And Green Bay's also got some banged up receivers right now uh, as well. So, all right, let's go to Justin. He's in Lubbock, Texas. Morning, sir. How are you? Today? Hey, Justin. I'm doing good. What's up? So yesterday when I was talking to you, when you answered my question, you ended with you were superstitious, and I am extremely superstitious. So I was just curious what some of yours are. My two biggest ones, I mean, I got a lot, but my two biggest ones are I have a Cowboys inflatable helmet that has to be inflated no more than five hours before kickoff. And if we don't do that, I feel like we're doomed and we're going to lose. And then secondly, uh, if we have a successful drive going and it ends in a touchdown, I do not allow anyone in my family, not even my five-year-old son, no one is to move until another drive doesn't end in a touchdown. Nobody can move? Nobody can move. But they jinxes, us, man. Okay. Everybody's, everybody's got to sit still. And- okay, we're, we're on little different <laughs> levels there when it comes to superstitions and all that. Because actually, I don't really have something like that. I don't. I don't really have – I don't think I am superstitious. I'll take that back. I, I, I think what I, I don't like to get ahead of myself and say I, – I believe in like, you know – so, I, you jinx and irony and things like that. If you said it and all of a sudden it happened, you know, the things like that. I, I am a believer, though, and I can't do this on the press box. It just doesn't happen. But I am a believer if I'm watching a game on TV and I'm real nervous. If I turn the channel, like, when I and I turn it back, good things is going gonna, is gonna to happen. And so that's, that's what I do. Longhorns for me. Yep. I turn it, or I'll 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 turn it off and just walk walk around in the neighborhood if I need to do that. But it doesn't work in the press box. I just you, know, you just gotta right. sit there. So I don't know if I'm if I'm really that superstitious about things like that because what I would look at that and I would say, wait, your your son's gonna get old enough to go, Dad. We had the inflatable up for five hours and I didn't move and we still lost the buffalo. So what's the deal? Why can't I go to the bathroom? So I don't know about that one. But hey, right. do you do, do your thing? If it works, it works. I get it. So. Awesome, man. Well, you have a great day. All right, Justin. Have a good one. All right, good stuff. All right, let's go. Keep it rolling here. We got John. He's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hey, good morning, Nick. Uh, Nicholas, I really don't have a, a question or a story, but uh, 
what I'm really looking for from you is some is some reassurement. Okay. Uh, as much as at least as one as much to give. Uh, I have season tickets at Lambeau. They were left to me by my grandparents, who coincidentally was given these season tickets were given to her by Bart Starr when they shared a, a hospital room in uh, his rookie year when he got hurt up in Green Bay. So wow. anyway, wow, I've been at I've been at every game. The only game I miss is, is when Dak came in 2016. I was at workout in San Diego, and I couldn't make that game. And, of course, that's the game we won. But uh, going all the way back into the 90s, I've been to all those games. Um, and every time we've lost, in fact, my brother-in-law offered to fly me down to, to Dallas this weekend and pay for my ticket if I go with and I refused. So I know it's Green Bay. I know we have a better talent level. And the boogeyman, which is Aaron Rodgers, is gone. But whatever could go wrong seems to go wrong with that damn team. So okay. that's why I'm calling. Well, I'm confused. Are you? Do you go to every Green Bay game? Like every game? Every, no, or just every, every Cowboys? Every Cowboy game, yes. Okay, And Sorry. It's, it's right where they do the Lambeau Leap, too. So it's all around those rabid damn Packer fans. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, it... it um, you're right. I mean, it, it's Green Bay has has had the Cowboys number. Aaron Rodgers has had their their number. Um, you know, but remember this though: it's not like they never beat Aaron Rodgers too. I mean, they they've beaten him. They they in 2016 they beat him. 2008 they beat him there. Um, they haven't had a lot of success at home against the Packers, uh, and that was Matt Flynn as the quarterback for one of those games. So, um, how about how about this? Who who's been beating the cow? I mean, has it been the Packers? Has it been Mike McCarthy? Maybe he's the boogeyman. You know, I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, Matt, like I said, Matt Flynn was, was winning, but McCarthy was coaching. So maybe maybe the reassurance there is Mike McCarthy's on this side. This now, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I know. Well, he, he is the one that threw the flag that Dez caught it. He flag. sure did. I was at that game, too. So he you're sure did. Right. Hey, I, you can go back to all these games. The uniforms will look the same, <laughs> but the talent is not. The Cowboys have a better roster. They're a better football team than the Packers. They've, they've shown it all year long, and they're way better than their opponent when they play at home. So that's where it's going to be. It's, it'll be cold on the outside. It'll be freaking hot, electric. Inside, the Cowboys are, will be a better football team. You don't go and mess it up and make turnover, you know, create, uh, create turnovers for you know, the Packers and short fields and all that. They'll win the game. So Nick, you're a good man. I appreciate you. Okay. That's all I needed. All right, John. First caller, first time caller, I believe, for John, right? He didn't care about all that. He didn't care about first time caller. He didn't care about anything. He just said, Man, walk me off the ledge here because he's not not feeling good about it. I don't I uh, I hear you. All right. William in West Virginia. My man. William, what's up? Hey Nick, how we doing, sir? Good. How are you doing? I hang in there doing all right. Um, all right. I, I can't classify for the um, first time caller, but here we go. Well, maybe you can find a, a sound bite for me one day if I can get back in more regularly. We got one for you, man. <laughs> we got one for you when you're done. We got a, we got a, you know, good, the good callers get get the Jimmy one. So go oh, for it. Yeah. You got it. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, sir. You the man. Warm it up, Chris. Hit it. How about him, Cowboy? I'll tell you this before I get to my thing for the um, game there. I was watching the Detroit game, and my daughter was watching it with me, and she told me, she goes, you know, she told her sister, she was, I'm seeing a grown man cry right now when I was watching that thing with Jimmy being put in the ring of honor. 
Yeah. And I said, you daggone right, I'm crying. I said, <laughs> I, I, I was thrilled to see it, be part of this. It was amazing. Yeah, it really was. It was an awesome moment. And the only thing of disappointment I had from that is when I tried to get on the pro shop and order one of the Ring of Honor shirts, they were already gone. Oh. Somebody keeps stalking the pro shop to try to get one. Yeah, well. I'm, they'll they'll restock, I'm sure, because if it's oh, yeah. if it's sold out, they'll uh, they'll keep making it. They'll keep printing, I would imagine. Oh yeah, but um, my t- my take for the game is I'm really got a good feeling about it. And I think the biggest things I've really enjoyed this year, the two guys that have set the tone for me, has been Tyron Smith playing as many games as he has, and 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 Tank Lawrence. I think those guys have set the tone for me, and I think I I've ne- I for one have never took Tank Lawrence for granted. I think he's a consummate pro, and what he does. And setting the tone on the on the defensive side of the ball, really, it's just I I I love seeing him out there, and he's rapidly moving up my um, list of one of my all time favorite players for the team. But I just want to get your take on that. Yeah. Uh, good luck to us this week. And how about the Cowboys? Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! All right, I love how it. How about him, Cowboys? Two, two Jimmy calls. There you go, William. Um, that's my guy, man. That's a that's a he goes all the way back from the old, old school man. He used to call. All the time. It was just me and Derek on doing the shows, and he would call. Um, all right. Tank Lawrence, yeah, he's you got to have those guys, you know. And it's kind of weird how things have gone in his career. You know, he's had, what, 14-sack season, uh, um, uh, maybe more than that. I mean, but he's had some where, you know, he was a franchise tag player to, t- two years in a row and um, was making a lot of money. still is. I mean, they're all making a lot of money. But, you know, he, he was kind of the, the guy. And then now, you know, now with Micah here, and he's getting a little bit older. He's he's sort of the the dirty work guy, and and he still he makes plays. I mean, he's made some really great plays behind the line of scrimmage, tackles for loss, uh, the last couple of years that have helped this team win games. So, yeah, he's he's a he's he's been he's turned into kind of that lunch pail guy, and I think a lot of people can can appreciate that. Uh, you know, he used to be the the one front and center, the hot boys, and all that stuff, and. Uh, taking a little bit of a backseat to to Micah, but I think from a leadership standpoint, he's still you know a very big vocal leader uh, for this team, and um, you know he's he's done it. He didn't make the Pro Bowl this year. Maybe he gets in, maybe he doesn't. You know, as as an alternate, um, I, I I love the fact that people appreciate him, not just the fans, but players, teams around the league. I mean, you know, he was voted into the Pro Bowl last year and he only had a few sacks, three or four sacks there. So that just goes to show what people think about him, that there's more than just stats. And he is definitely one of those kind of guys. So, all right, phone lines are open right now, 888-855-2297. There's no 137 straight calls, all that. I think you can get in. If you want to get in, hit it. Uh, we are here. Uh, we got um, There was a text question earlier that I from – Kirk in Victoria, BC. He says his random player was Chris Schultz. Chris Schultz was about as random as it gets. The only Chris Schultz I can think of is a player. I looked it up. It, for hold you, on, by the way. hold on, Chris. Because I used to have. I think he played in 1986. I, I, at least he was on the '86 team. I, I'm guessing number 66, Chris Schultz. 66. Let's go. Let's go. And here's why. In 1986, I had the poster, the team poster on my wall. 10 years old. It was like from McDonald's or something like that. And it was the whole team. And I I looked at that every single day. I knew every player on the team. I think Nate Newton 
was on there, and he wasn't even 61. He was like 67. He was like, I knew every single player on that team. I knew guy, uh, Manny Hendricks, Cornell Galdi. I mean, just guys that you've you probably forgotten if you even if you even remember them at all. But, um, yeah, so Chris Schultz, 86. I mean, 1986, I think he wore number 66. I don't know if he played that much. So, yeah, I didn't want you to think. I, was, I, I glossed over that. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know much. That's that's all I know. A tackle out of Arizona. All right. You got me on that one. Let's go with um, uh, Kyle's in East Brunswick, New Jersey. He's got a text line question. Green Bay has the fifth worst run defense in the league. Do you see more early down runs for the Cowboys in order to get into more manageable down and distance situations? Uh, you know, they, they kind of invite it the way that they play on defense from what it, uh, what it seems like. Uh, they They play a lot of zone. Um, they're not trying to get, you know, beat deep, um, you know, down the field. So sort of when that happens, yeah, they're going to, they're going to give up some, some running plays. So yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to do that. I mean, they, they always do that. The Cowboys will run the football, whether or not they haven't a lot of success or not. So I don't think that changes. I think they're going to try to run it to open up some of the passing game. And I think, I think the Cowboys stick to the same game plan and, you know, if Pollard is breaking some of these runs, you know, I think that was big last week against Washington. If you look back seven, eight, nine on first down, sometimes 11, I mean, they, they were really moving the ball, running it there. And so I think if they can do that, it doesn't really matter who you play. If you can run the ball on first down or just keep it going, uh, especially with we know what they can do passing wise, if they run the football well, uh, it's going to be tough for Green Bay. It really is. But that that's going to be a key. And and I, I'm sure the Cowboys are gonna are gonna try to establish that. All right, phone lines are not open anymore. We've got callers. We got Jesse. He's in Monroe, Washington. Jesse, how you doing? Good. How are you, you doing? Doing, this morning? doing wonderful. You sir, uh, long time listener, first time caller. Here we go. Here we go. Scary, scary. Everybody's worried about Green Bay. Everybody's freaked out. We're the boys. We're gonna go in. Been stopping the run. We've been doing well against the run. Micah Parsons is playing the run. It's amazing to watch. I think we're going to go in and we're going to beat the heck out of these guys. I think there's going to be a game. All right. I think we're going to take care of business. We're going to get in 35 13. We're going to take care of business and then we're going to go on to the next round. No problem. All right. No problems. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Jesse, first time caller, didn't really have a point. Just wanted to say we're going to kick their ass. All right. Everybody listen to Jesse. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with you on there. I really am. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to say, you know, don't get too, too, you know, too arrogant on this situation. And Packers are in the playoffs for a reason. But I really think that. The Cowboys, are, I, I just don't think it's a good matchup for them. I really don't. I think the Cowboys should 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 take care of business. But if they don't, it's on them. But I I, I think that they, uh, I think they are. I think they're going to be focused. I think they're going to go out. They're going to execute. And if they do that, I think they're going to win. All right, let's go to uh, Coach Joe. He's in San Antonio. Good morning, Nick. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. First time caller, by the way. Um, Here you go. Here we go, here we go, Love down it. here in San Antonio, Cowboy Country. Um, yeah. Been a Cowboy fan since the late 60s. My dad um, was a big fan, and I lost him when I was eight years old. And, uh. and, and the biggest memory I have of him is sitting down watching the Cowboys with him. 
and so that's why I'm still a fan. Yeah, <laughs> it's a connection. It. You know, I, love how I look at it as a connection between him and I. And uh, that's great, man. That is uh, so awesome. Remember all the uh, the great Roger Staubach, Tony Dorsett, Aikman, Irvin, Emmitt yeah. Smith teams, and everything in between. Have not been uh, this excited in a long time for a, a Cowboys team. Looking yeah. forward to uh, going a long way this year. And uh, love listening to your show, love your articles. Um, but uh, I just wanted to say, you know, best of luck to the Cowboys. Let's let's take care of business and one game at a time. Right. Um, use all our weapons. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see uh, Pollard in the in the passing game, screen game a little bit more. Maybe some some counters and draws, things like that. Um, yeah. Get him in the open space. Uh, CD keep doing his thing. Dak has been playing out of his mind the last, you know, since the Frisco game, as sure. everyone knows. But just keep that up. I'm very confident. And, uh, you know, love your show. And uh, best of luck to, to the Cowboys this year. Awesome. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate that. Another example I say about, you know, being a Cowboy fan chooses you. I love those stories because I can relate. Because that's, that's kind of what I remember, you know? I remember same thing. I mean, I remember sitting there watching games with my dad. So um, he was a Cowboy fan. So was I. Simple as that. And, uh, you know, look at us now. And, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't feel I don't feel guilty about being excited about it. I know I understand that fans are kind of hesitant, but this is why this is why you do it. You know, this is this is why you 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 go through all those years. This is why you watch the draft. This is why you look at free agency. This is why you click on articles that say like NFL rumors and you know, just because you get all excited about what this team's gonna be and all that, and then you finally have a season where they they've played well. And they've they've done a lot of great things and have a lot of exciting players too. And you know how many guys are leading the NFL in some categories? We're going to do an article on that here later today. I mean, it's a lot of guys that are that are the the best of the best this year. And uh, here they are. Here they are. The Cowboys have a chance to do something. So if you you know you can walk around, you can be hesitant if you want, you know. Um, but let's do it let's let's you know let's this is this is what it's all about so again i don't ever tell people how to be a fan because everyone kind of does it their own way but um you know what it's the way i am if i get let down i get let down but i'm gonna be excited about it you know because this team this team right here they they haven't lost 28 straight years of, of not going to the championship game or the super bowl not this team this team's 12 and 5 you know so I think a lot of times we're putting that on the team because of what you know the history of it. But this team has 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 done everything that they're supposed to do. They're, they're a twelve and five football team. They're right here, ready to go, and uh, you know one of the best teams in the in the NFL. So knocking down the door for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. All right, got a lot of stuff here. The text messages. I'll try to read one of these. This is from Mike in Boston. Do you think Gilmore will be able to play to the point where he can bump receivers to the line? Is going to be Fifty percent, or do you think a fifty percent chance that um, Gilmore is better than one hundred percent? Nashawn Wright got it. Sorry, do you think a fifty percent Gilmore is better than one hundred percent? Nashawn Wright. I don't think it's going to be fifty percent. I don't think he'll be at fifty. I don't think a week before the game he can say I'm definitely playing, and he'll be at fifty percent. I, I it'll be better than that. If it, it, no, I do not think a fifty percent Gilmore is better than one hundred percent Nashawn Wright. 
but I think it'll be higher than that, and I think he plays. That's really what I think. Um, another text question here. Uh, don't have a name. We don't read them if we don't have names. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Champ and Champ. I'm sorry. Champ and 308. Got it. I know I'm getting ahead of here, but if we win the ultimate prize, do you guys get rings as part of the organization? Also, what's your favorite book that you've written and why? I don't know about the rings. There's a lot of things we just don't know. Like, I've been here a long time, but we talked a little bit yesterday about Super Bowl plans, if that happens. I mean, not, not really plans, but just trying to organize, trying to figure out what we do, how do we function. And there's just a lot of things nobody really knows. The last time the Cowboys have gone, they probably had 300 to 400 less employees than they do now. I mean, it was just a different time, different era. You know, I mean, nobody's, you know, nobody's had a cell phone when the Cowboys went to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's simple as that. So you think about how things are different across the the board. They're different. I don't know about that. I don't know if we get rings. Maybe. I would imagine, but I don't know. Uh, Favorite book and why? Man, uh, probably the probably. It's like picking your children. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, because you don't. Well, in, in this case, in this case, though, I don't know if I get any of them without the first one. So the book I wrote on Art Brawls, um, that one probably, that one was, um, that was really, that you know, because once you do that, you're an author, and you can't ever take that away. And I was able to do that. And uh, that that book, yeah, that book means a lot to me. Um but also, you know, the one Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Texas too. That one was, that was an idea that I, I just stood on the table for, and I shopped it around, and finally got a publisher, Harper Collins, as a publisher to, 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 you know, buy in, and that one, that one was a, it was a, you know, an interesting idea, just bad luck with the game, with the times, and the season the Cowboys had, and some of the other schools have. But I thought that one was, was one that I really like. But yeah, I I'm I like all of them, honestly. So thank you. Thank you for th- saying that out there. All right. Uh let's go to Alan. He's in Long Island, New York. Nick, good morning. Good morning. Uh just, just I just want to say to all the Cowboy fans in the world, let's take this one game at a time. There's guys and I and there's guys out there talking about the championship game and I get it. Like you haven't been there in the thirty years you've been you've been on in the organization. You haven't been to one Let's not even talk about that. Let's not talk about the divisional round. Let's just focus on the Packers one game at a time. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. They are a legit team, and we are a good team as well. And should we beat them on paper? Yeah, but the game's not played on paper. Okay, game's played on Sunday. So let's just focus on the Packers. Let's focus on Jordan Love and Aaron Jones, who's been known to run against us. So let's just keep it simple one week at a time. Let's enjoy the ride, not talk about the draft. And also, you know, I love the hires you guys made. Nick Harris, the youth he brings, love him. Yep. Nosey Walker is a real one. I love Nosey. But like Nick Harris is that keeps saying on Talking Cowboys, oh yeah, you know, I can, I see it. You know, you know, I don't see, I don't see why we wouldn't win these next two games. Like, don't even say that, Nick. Please, mm-hmm. don't say that. Just let's just focus on the Packers. Please, I beg you. And that's all I want to say. Great job, as always, you and Chris. And uh, talk to you next time. Thank you. Um, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, you're 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 right. You're right. And again, this goes down to what everybody's kind of a fan in their in their own way. I mean, it's hard not to be excited because just when you say, 
You, that's what the, being the number two seed is. Being the number two seed is getting a home game, for at least at least two of them, if you can win. And so, you know, that's that's kind of where it is. I mean, the Cowboys are destined to be, you know, like where they haven't been in 28 years in the championship game. They, they've got to win two more home games. They're eight and no. Um, I'm not. I don't know if it's getting ahead of yourself. I mean, you, you can't win one without the other. You can't win three games, four games if you don't win one. We we get it. Everybody everybody understands that. And so I think I, I didn't listen to what Nick said, but I you know I know him well, and I I agree. I think he's been he's been a great addition to our team. Um, and and I think that part of what he's saying is is I mean they they should win this game. And if they win, they should win the next one. That's what's in front of them. That's how big this stage is for them right now. That's where they are, is that they are in a position where they are the favorites to be in the championship game. The only thing that's going to stop them is themselves. And, uh, you know, that's that's just where it is. I don't think, you know, we're not the ones getting ready for the game. The, the, the team's getting ready. If the players go out in the locker room today and start talking about, you know, winning two or three games in a row, then, you know, you can chastise them. But, you know... I just think we're trying to trying to figure out how how big this stage is, and that's how big the stage is. Is that the Cowboys have something really special in front of them? All right, Mike in Houston. Hey Nick. Hey Mike. How hey you doing? man. Uh, good man. Hey, uh, love your show. Um, I um, actually had a chance to meet you in Houston. I was um, stalking Cowboys at a hotel there, and. Mm-hmm. Got a chance to meet you, and you're very nice and very cordial. Appreciate that. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, hey, got a real quick uh, question. So, you know, I was a Romo guy, and, uh, you know, see that now Dak is doing a lot more at the line of scrimmage, you know, uh, a lot of changing plays, putting guys in positions and stuff, and I didn't see a lot of that last year. So is that, you know, part of the Kellen Moore moving away and having uh, Mike giving him more authority to do that. And I'll hang up and listen. Random player, Rolando McClain. <laughs> That's funny you said that. I just mentioned him. Thanks, Mike, for the call. And um, that feels like a first-time caller. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? No, Mike? Anyways, he can get it here. Why not? If not, hey, good call. Um, it's funny you said that about Rolando Rolando McClain, we were just talking about him. Uh, I mentioned him yesterday uh, because every time our team of writers, our group would get together for something, whether it just be a lunch, a birthday lunch, or or just you know have have to go cover something uh, all as a group, there would be some kind of story that would break. And we were talking about the time we covered the World Cup um, watch party it was at AT and T Stadium. Had a suite on field level. We were watching it on the jumbo, trying to, I don't, 2014 or something like that. Or 15, I, I can't remember exactly, but um, but a World Cup year and uh, U.S. was playing and it was late. And, you know, they were, everyone was real excited about it. They probably went as far as they've been in a while. Of course, story broke while we were there, just trying to watch it. And um, the Cowboys have signed Rolando McLean, and so we were there in a suite, all Hellman, me, Rob Phillips, all trying to. Figure that out. But, yeah, Ronald McClain was a guy that, from the press box view, doesn't matter how high you were, when he made the tackle, you knew it was his tackle. Because there was no, like, run after 
you know, contact when, when he made the hit. He was tall and lanky. Man, he could hit. And he was the guy that hit Jason Witten and and broke his spleen or whatever, you know, um, in that game, uh, in a preseason game back in 2012 with the Raiders. Hit him so hard that that's where he suffered that injury. Didn't keep him out of a regular season game, but definitely a big hit. All right. Uh, let's go, Rob, in Vegas. So, hey, Nick. Here we go. Here we go. This is why you lift all those weights. That's right. That's right. I, I mean, listen, I know the fans. We're not, I'm nervous, but not. No, I'm excited. I mean, yeah. This is what they're built for. This is what, if I told you you were going to pencil this in before the season, second seed, home field, let's go. We take it right now. Yeah. We yeah. are where we're supposed to be. Yeah. We're the better team. The only thing that makes you nervous is we see the future. Like you said, they should beat this team. If we bring our A game, we're going to blow this team off the field. And we should beat the next team. So, of course, you look forward. And I agree with the other caller. Don't, you know, we got to take this game one by one. Green Bay is not, you know, a slouch. But I, listen, we should be more. I haven't been this excited about a team since the 90s. You know, all the other teams, the Romo teams and even the deck, they had flaws on defense. This team doesn't have a lot of flaws. Right. I mean, you're, you're rolling with the you got the most important position right now as quarterback. He's the best in the NFC. We've never had that going into the playoffs. I mean, we are just rocking and rolling. So I just want the fans to be excited. And I think Dak, you saw it when he wouldn't put the, the hat on. I know it sounds dumb, but Dak's been there. Dak, Dak's a veteran now in the playoffs. This will be his what? His, his sixth? Seventh, I believe. Seventh. I think two he's and two four. and four. Yeah, you're right. He's a he's a veteran. He understands, and you and I just think this team is ready. I think this team, yeah, maybe they caught a break with Philly collapsing, but they had to win, you know, their games. And I I think the Cowboys are like they're just ready. Like I said the other day, twelve and five is great three years in a row, but if you don't build on that. It's just twelve and five regular season, and you you lose the playoffs. I think this team understands that. I think they're ready to rock and roll, and I think I think they're going to just beat down Green Bay. I, I just do, yeah. and I'm just excited. I'm, I'm I think they just got to do their thing, you know. <clears throat> sure, I would love uh, Mike McCarthy to get on the phone like Jimmy and guarantee a win. I, I love stuff like that, but no this this team is ready to roll. I. I I don't think it's nervous. In the past, it was nervous that we thought we were going to lose. Now I think it's nervous excitement because we expect to win. Right. And that's, and that's, that's why. Makes, go ahead, Rob. And that's why being a, fa- being a fan, you know, I always always left. My friend is like a, a Chicago fan. I said, that's easy. If you guys get three, four wins, yeah. uh, you're happy. As a Cowboy fan, as a, as a Patriots fan, I'm sure with Tom Brady, it's, it's Super Bowl or bust, you know, so it's, it's, it's tough, you know, when yeah. you're rooting for good teams, could you just expect more, you know, when we would lose, I remember when Romo got hurt uh, years ago, like in the fourth game, and then they brought them, you would watch, I watched those games with my feet kicked up, you know, like, okay, let's see what happens, you yeah. know, yeah. where now um, I, I sit three feet away from a 75 inch TV and I'm just 
rocking and throwing Facing. a football and going crazy because yeah, it's 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 just it's just different. But that's fun. You wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. You, the the alternative is you're playing golf or right. you're you're not even watching. So no, I I'm I'm excited. I can't wait. And uh, here we go. All right, all right, Rob. Appreciate that. Rob in Vegas. Uh, How about him, Cowboy? <laughs> Uh, let's keep it going here. We got Bob. He's in uh, Rio Grande Valley. Bob, what's up? You know, when you're rooting. How you doing this morning, Nick? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good. Great show. Thank you. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's a couple of games that uh, there are opponents that uh, we have to play occasionally at, uh, that means a lot to us Cowboy fans down here in the Valley. It, uh, it, and, and winning it is very important. I think you guys don't realize this. I didn't realize before I moved to the Valley the number of winter Texans that we have down here. In Florida, they call them snowbirds. Yeah. Here they're called winter Texans. And, boy, the number of people that we have from Wisconsin, Michigan, and Minnesota every winter. And they're so important to our economy, and we welcome them. We're glad to have them. Yeah. But they, they, they bring their football loyalties with them, and – the worst one that you want to lose to is, by God, the damn Packers. It, uh, so, uh, go Cowboys this weekend. Uh, uh, Green Bay has put together a pretty good little team up there. Yeah, They're, they're solid. Uh, they're not a great team. They don't have a lot of superstars. But they're blue collar. They'll chip at you and chip at you and chip at you and keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to forward to 60 minutes of hard played football. I think the Cowboys are going to come out on top about 38 to 20 or 24. If, uh, and in doing so, they're going to give me bragging rights for the rest of the winter. Yeah. If, uh, you guys have a great week. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite Cowboy. Marion Barber, Marian God Barber. rest him. All right, but, uh, he he was blue collar, buddy. Boy. He'd get you three, he'd get you four. It uh, when he went down, he was still turning and he was still fighting. Yeah, it, uh, and that kind of reminds me of uh, of the defense that uh, 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 we've got right now with the Cowboys and also with our offense. But uh, you guys have a great week, great right. show, and Thanks. thank you for taking my call. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate that. Boy, they could use a runner like Marion Barber right now, you know, playoff type, you know, games, you know, big time you know, when it gets into this part of the season, every yard counts, every everything matters and so yeah, you could you could use a a runner like that. He was he was definitely special for sure. Um well, I hope you get those bragging rights and uh, it's one thing's for sure. There's going to be a lot of Packer fans at the game. I mean, they they they're everywhere. They travel, they stand out, obviously their color just pops out especially when you're doing a whiteout in the stands. So uh, there'll be there'll be some Packer fans there for sure. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know how many times you could say it. I mean, I, I wish I can't wait for this game to, to get here because it just feels like there's no other way to say it. I mean, the Cowboys, they just got to they got to do what what they do. You're right. I mean, the Green Bay's here for a reason. They're, they're going to be gritty, pesky, all that stuff. They're not going to be afraid. You know they they've gone into uh, Arrowhead Stadium and, and they've won this year, you know, and uh, they they've won games on the road now. Pretty bad officiating call there that probably helped them win, but whatever. We've been there, we've seen all that both sides. So, uh, hey, 
there's nothing else to say about that i mean let's just let's go let's get let's get this thing um let's get this thing done all right danny he's in san lorenzo california uh, good morning nick how you doing i'm Thanks doing for taking a call enjoy your show and uh I think we I think we got this one right. But first of all, I want to say about Green Bay. I was there the last time we lost that game against Green Bay. The ghost of Evan Rodgers is dead. <laughs> He's dead. And I just want to say that the way I've been looking at things and seeing how things is lining up, remember when we spoke to play New Orleans when we had uh, Jalen Smith and uh, yeah. Van Der Esch and, and, and the guy from Chicago missed that field goal. We supposed to win to New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we in the board of L.A. I felt like we could have beat New Orleans that in that that first playoff game. Yeah. Then that next game, uh, we end up going against the 49ers. 49ers wasn't supposed to be in that seventh seed. In some kind of way, we lined up and they came in and beat us. I was at that game. Yeah. But this game here, it finally landed right. They could say that was a bad call, but we didn't have bad calls on each other's side. Sure. But we got we this the first time it lined up right for us. We got Green Bay. We were supposed to be Green Bay, and we got Green Bay. So I feel good about this one because I think we need to say something, to Mr. Aaron Jones, about the way he went into that end zone on us. Yeah. Jalen Tobin didn't grow up. Yeah, that's right. So I just want to say that there, like I say. This is this is the way it's supposed to be, and I really feel good about this because, and like I said, this team here, this team got the talent to go all the way, and I think that's what we're looking at right now. So everything is lining up for us right now. I'm from a little town outside of Waco, Texas. I grew up. I stay out here right up under all these 49 fans. I came to California in 1977, and that cowboy star still flies high out here. Nice. Nice. Danny, I got something for you. Okay. First time caller. Thank you. Good job, Chris. I love it. Love your show. Have a good day. Go Cowboys. There we go. Danny living it up out there in California, all those 49er fans. Uh, Good luck to you on that one. All right, let's keep it going here. Michael, Colton, California, another California. What's up? Yes, Yes, sir. What's going on? Uh, shout out to the whole Cowboys Nation. Good morning to everybody. And how about them Cowboys? All right. But, uh, how about them Cowboys? Chris is just on the buttons today, man. He's just been, he's yes, be punching sir. buttons yes, over there. Hey, Chris does a great job, man. Definitely. Shout out to Chris, too. Hey, but, uh, hey, Nick, thank you for taking my call. But, man, I, I'm so excited and, and I'm so nervous. And, and I'm so excited. I just anxious. want to get to it. Anxious yeah, is yeah, there, the word. There you go. Excitement. Yes, sir, nervous. is anxious. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. Um, I, I'm I'm a little worried about Aaron Jones, man. That that guy has always been a problem. It's the put up or shut up time, you know. Um, there, there's been uh, naysayers, and and I'll be the first. To say I've been. I've always said. I hope I'm wrong because I'll be the first one to say that I, I was dumb for saying what I say, you know. Yeah. But um um. Man, I just feel that the, the ball's in our court and, and all the stars are aligned and, and it's time to handle business, man. And I'm just really excited for this game this week. And I, and I hope uh, Marquise Bell and Damone Clark, they can step up and contain Aaron Jones. And, and I'm going to go ahead and hang up. Thank you for all taking right. my call. And you have a great day. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, Aaron Jones has been uh, he's been hot lately here. He's got um... – He's got more rushing yards in the last three games than he did all all season before that. So I think he's got three hundred and 
40-something yards the last three games, very consistent 100-yard games. So they figured something out there with, with him. And, you know, they, the, they've won three in a row, guys, but they they beat Carolina by three. They beat uh, the, the Vikings on the road, and then I think they beat, they beat the Bears. So their schedule kind of favored them a little bit down the stretch. But, you know, give them, give them credit for what, what they've done. They're a young football team. Green Bay's a young team. I think they're the youngest team in the league. Like I said, they don't have a lot of star power right now. They, they they've got some young players that probably will be, you know, throughout the years. But uh, as you know, as they get a little bit more experienced, but they're here now, and you know, like like I said, they're not going to be afraid of the of the moment, and they're not going to be afraid of the Cowboys. But the you know the Cowboys are going to have to just bring it. I, I've said it five times, said it ten. You know, I think the better teams got to show up. You got to execute. You got to. You got to be able to rise to the occasion, and this is it. This is the playoffs. It's a, it's on a different level. Eight and zero in in, a, in regular season is great at home, but you know you got to be ten and zero, maybe eleven. You know who knows if they get three games. Um, nothing's guaranteed right now, but like some of the other callers said, can't win three games if you don't win one. So it starts this week with Green Bay. Uh, good stuff though. Good stuff. Thirteen calls today. You guys are great. Uh, got to hear from. Uh, a lot of a lot of you know old friends there that have called over the years. Got some first time callers as well. Great mix, good stuff. Got Cowboys break coming up here. Got shows all day long like normal. So stick with us on that. But we'll see you tomorrow for Chris Beam. I'm Nick Eatman. We'll see you on Cowboys Storyline. See you. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!